And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at grain markets and, as well, the next round of NAFTA trade talks, which open tomorrow in Washington. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The fourth round of NAFTA trade talks open in Washington tomorrow. Norm Hall of Winyard is the vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and APAS. He remains optimistic a new deal can be hammered out. As far as ag goes, there's been almost zero discussion so far. I know Canada and Minister Freeland have our positions very square on their plates. CFA and actually most of the Canadian industry have met with her. And she comes from a farming background, so she knows what is needed. And their biggest go-forward message is do no harm. The ag industry has benefited tremendously from NAFTA. And big industries have grown up with these rules. And, you know, there's really no need for any big changes, just some updates. So what would you like to see? Well, you know, there's technologies that are available now that weren't before and whether it's in manufacturing of food or trading of new organisms. And there's just so much new. And the trade agreement has been updated over the years, but this is an opportunity to just open it right up and and have a good look. But once again, do no harm. We don't want to see President tear it up or make a deal bad. Ken? An agreement be achieved given the rhetoric or the sounds we've heard from President Donald Trump that he may want to tear it up? Well, you know, last week I was in uh, Washington, D.C. with the uh, North American European Union Ag Policy Conference. And Canada, Mexico, and the American Farm Bureau all got together, sat down, and we had a conversation about that. And just saying that this rhetoric isn't helping the trade any. It's not going to do us any good. None of us are going to benefit from this kind of rhetoric. So we were pushing our American cousins to push their administration to uh, sit down seriously and bring forward constructive conversation. I understand the U.S. wants some improvements in access to the grain market in Canada as well as supply management. Yes, they do, but they're not offering us up anything in return for that. And that's you know, if you want something, you got to give something up. And right now, there's no offers on the table. So we need to just stick to our guns. On the other hand, I understand Canada would like to see less dual meat inspection or re-meat inspection at the border that accept it from the plants as it comes off the plants. Yeah, that's always... Uh I guess what we're asking for is less red tape. There's a regulatory cooperative council that's supposed to be working together to uh, get rid of red tape. And that's one thing we're pushing for is to make sure that this gets up and rolling and reducing red tape, such as that reinspection of meat and just making the border, a border that does billions of dollars in trade in each direction, easier to cross. How would you say your thoughts are? Are you optimistic or hopeful that there's going to be a new agreement or pessimistic? Oh, I think I'm optimistic personally. I think the rational will come to the top and see that if there is no agreement, it'll be the middle class that gets hurt. It's the working guys are are going to lose jobs and it's not going to be good for the ag sector either. So I think cooler heads will come to the front and sit down and negotiate seriously. On one final note, Norm, how's harvest going up in the Winyard area? Well, for the most part, it's on the downhill slide wrapping up and there's a lot of guys that are done. They finished up either last week or, you know, at the end of September there when we had the decent weather. So yeah, it's coming to an end. How would you describe yields and grade of your crops? How's that gone? Of my personal, I'm seeing 
numbers really close, if not better, than what 2013 gave us, and quality's up there too, so we're quite happy this year. You've still got flax and canola to do. How's it look? Well, the flax looks a lot better than it did last year, and there's only one quarter of canola left, so that'll be hopefully coming off today and tomorrow. Norm Hall Farms at Winyard, about 175 kilometres northeast of Regina. He's vice president of the CFA and APAS. As we mentioned, President Donald Trump has on several occasions threatened to rip up NAFTA, but the U.S. agriculture sector is for the most part big NAFTA supporters. Sonny Perdue is the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture. I think I've been able to impress on the administration a, uh, first of all, do no harm uh, Hippocratic oath in trade negotiations with that, but that remains to be seen. Trade is bilateral, negotiations are bilateral. We can't just uh, insist on our provisions in there. It's bilateral, so there is some anxiety as to be expected until these are concluded. Purdue compared the negotiations to a boxing match, saying that the circling is done and more things will be on the table during this week's round. Canada has raised concern about the lack of detail presented by U.S. negotiators on key issues like the dispute resolution process and rules of origin. Colin Robertson is with the Canadian Global Affairs Institute. He says there's still fear about the so-called Trump factor, both in Canada and quite a few U.S. states. For 35 American states, their top trading export market is Canada. And so both Canada and Mexico have been making major efforts in the previous months to inform their American customers, as well as the suppliers in the United States, because we buy an awful lot from the United States, that this trading relationship really matters. And that in order for it to remain in place, they're going to have to speak out and let President Trump know. The fourth round of NAFTA discussions begin tomorrow and run through Sunday in Washington, D.C. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. A grain market analyst sees improving prices for Saskatchewan farmers this crop year. Neil Townsend is the senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. He says strong demand for canola will lead to a boost in prices early next spring. The story there is that big demand and supply is trying to keep up. We don't think supply is completely adequate for prices to stay where they are. We think there's going to be appreciation in prices throughout the marketing year as the supplies get tighter to the demand. We see uh, an increase interest in buying canola from offshore. There's even a few positives that haven't quite been decided yet, but for example, some of the trade cases that the U.S. is bringing against people trying to dump biodiesel precursor into the U.S. in terms of Argentina and Indonesia, that can have a back-end benefit for canola oil demand down into the U.S. as it fills demand for soy oil that goes into biodiesel that otherwise wouldn't with those imports. So we see canola prices kind of gaining. It's, I mean, I think $11 per bushel is available across the prairies right now for immediate delivery. And we see that number getting as high as 12, 12 or 13 as the year progresses. And we think kind of the better time to start marketing would be, you know, particularly uh, the March, April, May period. We think supplies will be tightened at that point. Farmers will be uh, doing other things. We think that the crushers will be wanting supply at that point in the export will still have some interest there because the Chinese will still have some demand and other countries will still have some demand. So we look at marketing most of our canola, you know, in the kind of the last third of the marketing year, and we think the price will be closer to $12 a bushel than the current $11 a bushel. 
Townsend also says strong demand from China could push malt barley prices up 25 to 50 cents a bushel this crop year. Barley's an interesting one because on the one hand, you had a very good production year in terms of the amount of barley that we grew that could be considered selectable. Now, obviously, selection in a year such as this becomes a little bit more of a subjective science than an objective thing. But on the flip side to that, because of the downside to the Australian crop, a very vigorous renewed demand from China for Canadian malt barley. So it hasn't totally been reflected in the prices yet. Malt barley prices are right now sort of burdened down by just the fact that the maltsters and the other people, the exporters, have a, have a lot of barley that could qualify as malt. But I think as we go along, and as long as this Chinese demand stays fairly steady, and we're talking about you know one of our biggest export programs to China in probably the last five to ten years, you know almost a, maybe a million plus tons. I mean, we're looking at there being probably some renewed interest. So, you know, I think malt barley prices have the potential to claw back uh, 25 to 50 cents a bushel as we progress. In terms of the feed grains across Western Canada, I mean, that's one issue right now is that there is an abundance of U.S. corn in the U.S. and that corn is arbitraging into Canada or threatening to arbitrage into Canada. So we've seen some trains be sold into Lethbridge and that's kind of keeping uh, feed grain values you know, more or less tamped down. That being said, we've also heard instances of kind of one-off business that's been done at attractive levels. So for the feed grains, I would suggest to the farmers that they just need to be active marketers all year long and really watch carefully for opportunities. Don't see a general progressive upside to feed grain prices. The one exception to that would be if we start to see a big story coming from South America that the weather is really detrimenting the soybean slash corn crop down there. If that happens, that could put a few uh, you know dimes back into the futures for corn and soybeans that otherwise wouldn't be there and could help stabilize and strengthen grain values in Western Canada. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola gained 90 cents at 471.04. Oats fell 316 at 143.42. Number one red spring wheat went down 77 cents at 232.62. The rest were unchanged. Durham 260.12. Feed barley 156.65. Flax $450.25. Yellow peas 272.29. And feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up three quarters of a cent at 6.24 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Johnny Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards on the beginning of the fall run, so to speak, the regular sale here this morning. Uh, we have a run of 350 cows and bulls. The cow market is active to steady. If you have a big, strong 16, 1,700-pound cow carrying lots of flesh on them, 93 to 97. If you have some good 1,400-pound cows that have raised a calf but are still smooth, 
Those cows will bring 85, 88. The odd ones will touch 90. If we get into some of the slimmer type cows, they'll either fit in the feeder order at 83, 88, or you will see them bring 75 to 77. The cow market uh, reflected in the bull trade as well today. The good slaughter bulls, smooth and real good, a dollar to a dollar seven. We see some of the bulls with a little more uh, uh, summer wear and tear on them, bring that 90 to 95. Feeder heifers, lots of preg tested open heifers showing on the market. If they're weighing tight to nine, they're bringing in the high 70s. If they are weighing 1,000 pounds, they will push the uh, 167 to 170, 72 mark. Getting into some 1,100-pound open heifers, 160 to 167. The fall run is right knocking on the door in southwest Saskatchewan. From here on through, it'll be pretty much a full slate with full calf sales at every market in the area. That's the way it is. Cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 121 to 128 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 125 to 129 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is down two basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.2549. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.04 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets started this week with firmer bids, with packers receiving support from firm pork product prices. Last week's hog slaughter topped 2.524 million hogs, similar to the previous week, and came in about 4% larger than the same week last year. Market traders and analysts are increasingly focused on demand factors, as there is little uncertainty that weekly hog slaughter will top 2.6 million hogs several times before the end of the year. Lean hog futures still reflect a positive outlook for the winter time frame, with current prices implying a cash market gain of 10% over the next two months, another 10% into mid-February. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops, online at prairieevestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny, increasing cloudiness this afternoon. Wind southwest 20, the high 14. Cloudy tonight, the low 1. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, the high 15, the low 1. Thursday, sunny, the high 8, the low 5. Friday, sunny, the high 5, the low minus 5. Saturday, sunny, the high 8, the low minus 2. Sunday, sunny, the high 10, the low 0. Monday, sunny, the high near 14. The normal high is 12, the normal low minus 2. The sun rose at 7.13 this morning. It sets at 6.18 tonight. Round the province, Estevan 15, Saskatoon 9, Swift Current 10, Weyburn 15, Yorkton is 14. In Regina, cloudy in 13, that's 55 Fahrenheit, south-southwest at 16, humidity 37%, the barometer dropping 101.8. Cloudy Moose Jaw 12, winds from the south at 5. Once again, Regina, cloudy 13, that's 55 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon.